you're listening to the Confident Like a Mother podcast. This is your host, Caitlin Norwood. I'm a mom of two, a wife, a counselor, and a life coach. And I am here to help women practice confidence and reclaim your identity beyond being a mom. My mission with this podcast is to help you believe that you deserve to create a life that you are so obsessed with. One of my favorite things is watching other women win, including you. So girly, this is your invitation to come with. Come on, let's go. What is up, girlfriend? And welcome back to a new week, a new episode of Confident Like a Mother. How are you doing? If you're like me and you're coming back from like a winter break, I hope that this hits, this message hits just right. And one little thing I want to say is I'm noticing as I'm like looking at my notes for this episode, this is episode 50, 5-0. I just had like a little moment of like happiness jingle throughout my entire body. Like I just can't believe that we're like 50 episodes in. We're almost one year old. Confident Like a Mother, the podcast is almost one. Like how the F did that time go by? And I'm just feeling really proud of that. I don't know why it's taking me like to sit down and record this podcast to actually soak in the goodness that like I just feel really like useful. I don't know. Like there's no other way to describe it other than the fact that like me doing this podcast and sharing amazing messages with so many women makes me and helps me feel useful, which is so mm, it's like so juicy. I don't even know how to describe it. And I never thought that I would be here. I never thought that I would be like doing this for a year with like no end in sight and just growing even bigger, like having plans in the books to have even more amazing guests on and hopefully soon with like a filming space and going on YouTube. Like I just, I just can't. That's all I could do is I just feel really, really excited about it. And the fact that you guys are still here for the ride is just fucking thrilling and awesome and It just feels like finally I am living my genuine purpose. And I know when I started this podcast, there was a specific message that I wanted to share with women and with mothers in particular, hence why I called it Confident Like a Mother. And it's about how you can, like you can totally change your life with just the basics. That's it. And part of me questioned even like if that was enough, if like the basics and me sharing my message about the basics of changing your life, I wondered if that was enough because I also had the thought, well, Caitlin, there's already like hundreds, thousands, maybe even podcasts about confidence. And there's hundreds, maybe even thousands of podcasts about mothers or with the theme of motherhood. And I question myself a lot, like how will I even make my mark and will this even take off? Do people even care to listen to me? Will people listen to my podcast? And you know what really pushed me? There was two things I would say that really pushed me. The first thing is I had this idea that it could be great. Like having my own podcast could be just so great. And like, why wouldn't it be great? Why not me? So that was one of the things that pushed me to just like do the damn thing. And here we are a year later growing, taking off, doing even bigger things, taking even more risks. Like I almost feel like launching this podcast in one way was like a step up of me living my actual purpose and feeling creative and getting to share that with you. And then like failing and like some of my episodes have totally flopped and the things that I've spent hours, 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 hours on 
preparing and creating content and making sure that this was good for all of you. And and I sometimes have failed at that or put a lot of work into making an episode really awesome and really thoughtful. And it maybe didn't even perform as well as some of my other episodes. And that's all good. And this is like why I keep showing up for myself, for my own confidence, and like why I continue to show up and serve every single week for every single one of you listening. Okay. And the second thing that has kind of pushed me to really just do the damn thing with this podcast is I truly have a deeply see the belief that this podcast is helping change women's lives. Like, and that's simply it. Like that I know that the information and messages that I am sharing are absolutely transforming women's lives. And that's it. Those are the two deep-seated thoughts that have caused me to continue to press record every week and to launch a new episode every single week, like without fail. And in doing so, this has made me feel really happy. This has made me feel really, really fulfilled and like I'm truly, again, living my purpose. And one of the things that I want to add is as human beings, we are really, really bad at making a choice or making the decision and committing to something that is going to be better off for us in the long term. And we are way better at picking the thing or doing the thing that feels really good right now, but in the long term is going to be hurting us or in some way it's not our best option. And when we think about happiness or bringing like immediate gratification when it comes to our own happiness, yeah, we're, we're so quick to pick like the cake that looks really, really delicious, delicious, delicious. And it's going to make us feel really good in the moment. But, you know, like an hour later when you get home and your stomach is dying, if you're me, I'm speaking from experience, but it doesn't really feel great after a while. And granted, yes, like sometimes we need to eat the fucking cake and I'm fully behind that philosophy. But when it comes to making a decision in the moment, like, is this choice going to be good for me in the long run? Like we're immediately like disregard, like we're going to go for it now. Just think of even drinking. Like over the last two years, I've cut back drinking like a lot, a lot. And I, it's a decision for like, what feels best in my body. And I used to tell myself like, I couldn't have fun or I'm not fun unless I'm drinking, which is total bullshit because I think I'm actually way more fun now that I'm drinking less. And my point in sharing all of this is because it's harder to make the decisions right now in the moment that are really going to benefit us a month from now, or that are really going to benefit us six months from now, a year from now, 10 years from now. And it's so much easier for us to be like, well, this is what I do and this feels good for right now. So this is what I'm going to do right now. And then we have to deal with the consequences of the repercussions a year from now or a week from now, or even in a couple hours from now, when, when that decision that you made no longer feels good and it's no longer for your highest and greatest good. And one of the things I'm doing to help as many people as possible make a decision that is going to benefit them and a month from now is I'm starting a challenge and we start on March 1st, which is tomorrow. This podcast is releasing on the 28th. So tomorrow we're starting a full month challenge and I'm calling it 31 days of happiness because for the next month, for the next 31 days, I am coaching as many women as possible to come along with me and choose happiness every single day. So why would you do this? Why would you choose to be happy? Because in a month from now, think about how different your life could feel. Think about how different your family dynamic could be. Think about how different you will feel about yourself in your body and how you carry yourself through life. Think about your kids 
and how if you're showing up to be happier, that your kids might be happier. Think about your bank account. Think about your lifestyle choices. Think about all of the things that will benefit from you choosing intentionally to see the good in every single day. And the reason why we're doing this for a month is because we're going to create this to be a habit. Your happiness, choosing to see the good, is going to start to become the default in your mind and in your brain. And that is exactly what I'm going to teach you to do in this challenge. The challenge starts tomorrow. You can join at any point throughout the month, but the challenge starts tomorrow where we're doing 31 days of choosing happiness for women that are committed to changing their lives. And that's you. So that's why I'm inviting you. I want you in. I want you to bring a friend. And this is like a simple little action that you could take where you're showing up for yourself. The investment is under $100 because I want girlies to be fully committed to this challenge. When you pay for something, you're going to actually follow through. I'm actually going to throw in a guarantee that at the end of the month, at the end of the 31 days, you don't feel happier. You don't feel like a changed woman. I'm going to give you your money back. And that's it. That's how confident I feel that this little tiny action that you are going to invest $97. You're going to join this Facebook group. You're going to be coachable and you're going to show up for yourself in a way that you've never done before. If you still don't feel changed by the end of the month, there's no risk to you. I'm giving you your money back. So there's literally nothing for you to lose. So girly, don't sleep on this. Get your asses in this challenge and join me for 31 days of happiness. The vibe that we are setting for the month of March is going to be unmatched. March is a super important month. It is women's month. There's International Women's Day being celebrated in the month of March. And this challenge is just like welcoming in all that main character energy, that bad bitch vibe that we are all seeking, creating more confidence, creating more happiness, creating more health, wealth, all of the things. We're doing it and you're coming with. So don't fucking miss it. And the reason why I'm making this such a big deal and the reason why I'm so freaking jazzed up about this challenge is because action, taking action on something leads to a little bit of momentum, like get you going. And then momentum takes you to consistency, which then after you consistently show up for yourself, after you consistently do something, this leads to your confidence in that area. And the reason why confidence is so important, it's not enough to just know something. It's about applying it. It's about making it personal. And I bet you there's a handful of you listening to this episode and you're like, oh, Caitlin, like I know all this stuff. Like I know how to choose happiness. Like I know what I need to do. It's nothing new. And maybe you're still wondering why you're still chasing happiness, like why you're not getting the results that you want. And this episode, this is a reminder that you're happier when you are applying these principles. And there's three, and I will tell you what they are in just one second, but I feel like I've gotten myself to a place where I feel confident and I know that I can help you get here too. And I say gotten myself to a place because I want to show you that this has been a process. Like I didn't just wake up overnight and was like, okay, I'm ready to be confident and happy. Like you just don't read a book or you just don't listen to a podcast and boom, it's like all clicking. It's all making sense. It's about trying and failing and trying and failing and then adjusting and trying and failing and accepting. It's about doing all of those things. And that's what I've done for long enough to be able to lead by example. So those three principles that I mentioned are mindset, action, and communication. Now, mindset comes before anything. Mindset comes before behavior or action because you cannot get the behavior changes that you want until you have the mindset that supports the actions that you actually want to take. 
Number two is action and or behavior. It's the things that you're doing and or not doing in order to create the results that you're currently getting. And then thirdly, the last principle is communication. And I believe in telling everyone everything because if you're not telling everyone everything, then people in your life are going to just fill in the holes with their own story. And the things that you're not saying are being left up to interpretation by those around us. And especially for moms in this, think about think about your husband, think about your partner, think about a person that you're in a relationship with and think about them filling in the gaps for your like lack of communication or your non-communication. How often have you had a conversation maybe with your partner and you were like, oh, well, I thought that you meant this, or I, I thought that you knew that I was doing this, or I, I was expecting you to do this, but you didn't tell me that, so then I did this. And the principle, the reason why this is the third principle and why it's so important in your own happiness, because there's so much power behind communication, and I feel like it's so underrated. So those are the three principles to your happiness, having a mindset that supports it, creating action or behavior from a place of a really supportive and happy mindset. And then lastly, your full transparent communication with all of those around you is going to lead you to live a happier life. Let's just take a brief look at the first principle, which is mindset. And there's research that supports that 95% of our lives are made up of our reaction to the things that are happening in our life. And only about five or so percent are the things that are happening in our life. So if we can learn how to control the way in which we react to the things that are going on in our life, we are going to feel happier, guaranteed. And when I talk about things being thrown our way, like that 5%, like we all know we are going to run into life throwing us the shittiest of shit. Like we have experienced loss and unexpected death and heartbreak and big failures, maybe losing money on investments or losing a job or absolute disaster or trauma happening in your life, or maybe having to have a really hard conversation with somebody that you love and, or, you know, maybe even the smaller things day to day, like, uh, losing your shit on your kids or having to deal with the meltdown or, when things just feel like they are not going your way, like the odds are just like stacked up against you. Here's what I want you to take away from this. None of those things are your fault. Like the trauma that you experienced growing up or the heartbreak or losing your job, being let go or losing all the money that you've ever had. None of those things are your fault, but it is your absolute responsibility to deal with it, to heal from it, to get better from it, to glean the lesson from it. It is your responsibility. And When you can discern the difference between fault and responsibility, this is where you find your happiness. And just like the world is inherently uncontrollable, and it feels like that right now in particular, feels like things are absolute chaos. But when you can give yourself a sense of feeling like you are in control of what's in front of you, This is when you find peace. This is when you find and create your own happiness, no matter what. Like no matter what else is going on in the world, 
You create your peace. You create your happiness. And listen, I get it. As I'm sitting here in my closet recording this podcast in a home that's warm and I'm fed and I have water and I have, I'm surrounded by love and all of the things that I need, like all of my needs are being met. And I realize that it's easy for me to sit here and say, you get to create your own happiness and happiness is your choice. But your happiness isn't created by the things that you have or the possessions that you have. It's created by you, yourself, an internal personal belief. And let's just say that my idea on this is wrong. Let's just say that that's not true. What is the point of thinking happiness is out of your reach? Like, what is the point of that? What is the point of thinking that you can't have happiness? Of course you can. And so part of my challenge starting tomorrow is creating the belief that my happiness is 100% my responsibility and your happiness is 100% your responsibility. Because if I don't say or I don't believe I can be happy or I can be successful, I can grow, I can change, I can learn, et cetera. If I don't say that, then I'm giving up control. And if you don't say, if you don't claim that you can be happy, that you can change, that you can explore new opinions or new stories about yourself, then you're giving up your control. And like I mentioned at the top of this episode, this podcast is almost one year old now. And I believe because of launching this and because like I'm living my purpose, this is the happiest that I've ever been in my entire life. Like my state right now is so A++ and I feel so confident to share that. And that's not to say that I don't have like shit days, or that I don't have down moves because I'm a human. And of course I do, but, but this is absolutely like the happiest baseline that I've yet to experience in my life. And here is the secret ingredient, my secret ingredient to how I am so freaking happy. Like the happiest I've ever been in my life is this. I want you to come closer and I want you to listen very carefully. I have a deep-seated belief that good things are always coming my way. And even on the shittiest of shit days, I just know that good things are always around the corner. That's my secret ingredient. That's the secret sauce. And thinking positively like this has become my default habit. And here's another thing that I've learned over time. The people and the people that we like look up to, the people that we idolize as having a ton of success and a ton of money and a ton of happiness doesn't come from the things in which they have, the achievements in which that they have achieved. It comes from learning the behavior of having a positive outlook. And all I'm really saying is like focus on the basics like trying to see the good in stuff, trying to see the good in every single day, like waking up in the morning and like literally claiming that today is going to be a great day and make your first interaction with yourself as you look in the mirror or as that you get ready to put your workout clothes on or take a shower that like it's a positive good vibe. Throw a smile out to a stranger as you begin to start your day, like actually see people. And for me, another thing that brings me happiness is curiosity. I'm a very curious person, and I love to ask questions. I ask questions all the time, like a ton of questions. My husband will tell you, oh my gosh, with the questions. But I believe that other people have a ton of information that I don't know. And so I am an information gatherer, and I like to acquire more knowledge. And these are just some of the 
easy and simple ways that I bring myself happiness and I bring and welcome positivity into my life. That is kind of like dabbling onto the second principle of happiness, which is behavior or taking action from a place of love, like speaking to yourself positively, smiling at strangers, all of the things that I just mentioned, those are the behaviors or the actions that you're taking that are creating your own joy, your own happiness. And one other thing I'll say on that in this vein is that I see a lot of people placing their happiness or their happiness is contingent upon something else. So for example, like I'll be happy when I make more money or I'll be happier when my kids start being more independent or I'll be happier when my husband and I are getting along better or I'll be happier when I get my dream job or until, you know, when I have no stress in my life or when I have less stress in my life or less worries in my life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Don't suspend your happiness waiting until something happens. You get to find happiness right now where you are. And I know that it's like such a cliche saying that happiness is not a destination. Happiness is really the journey. And I know it's so cliche and I hate that I just said it, but it's so fucking true. And there's no other way to um, explain it. It's like, like happiness isn't your end point. It's just like, it is the point. (laughs) Like, I don't know. (laughs) It just is the point. So I'm going to summarize this entire episode with this. Be so easy on yourself, like give yourself so much love, so much grace and compassion, because I realize if you're listening to this and you're not in a great place right now, you may be like, yeah, Caitlin, everything that you just said is your own story, but my story over here or where I'm at, like everything right now just feels like crap or it just feels really, really shitty. And I just want you to hear. The first step into like changing your life or to start to feel happier is when you begin to just like love yourself, love yourself right where you are, show yourself kindness. And this will open doors. This is going to open so many doors for you where you can start to maybe like live your life and grow into your own happiness, find your own place of happiness by and through kindness to yourself first. And I promise you that you will find it. I promise you. So if this episode, if any little nugget or gem from this episode has really stuck with you or stood out, I want you to share it with a friend. I want you to share it with someone who needs to hear this message today. And I would love it if you would share it like on your Instagram stories. And don't forget to tag me at Caitlin underscore Norwood. And I want you in this challenge with me because why not you? Why not you? Why do you not deserve to do something for yourself for the next month where it can truly move the needle for you. So join me in my 31 days of happiness. We start tomorrow. We're doing this throughout the whole entire month of March and you can join at any time. I cannot wait to see you taking off in this challenge, living confident like a mother. Oh, I love this episode so much. Leading other women into happiness is one of my favorite things. I want you to join me in my 31 days of happiness challenge. The link to sign up is in the show notes below. And I'm so excited to see what you achieve in the next 31 days. And if you love this episode and if you love this podcast, I would be so appreciative if you could go wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a rating and review. And what this does is it pushes it out to even more moms so that they too can live confident like a mother. Thank you so much, so much, so much for celebrating 50 episodes with me. 
I would not be here if it weren't for you. So thank you from the bottom of my heart and I'll see you guys next week.